Parker McCollum on the Z. We'll hear that one on Thursday. We, boy, we both got froggy throats. Yeah. Little... Uh, we'll hear that one on Thursday night in the Maverick Center. How about that? I guess we will. Yep. And uh, that one, uh, of course, hey, look, uh, we also have plenty of other uh, concert tickets to give away. We announced Brooks and Dunn yesterday coming to town, and that will be a uh, good show for you to attend, and we're helping you out free on the Z. We're going to be doing Play Something Country Fast. fast. Uh, so in other words, you know, it's, it's kind of like when you when Deb needs uh, something to eat. Fast. Fast. Play Hurry something up. country fast. Come on, give <laughs> it to me, me right something here. To eat fast. <laughs> so it's a song uh, that is sped up. Brooks and Dunn song sped up. We do that in the 7 a.m. hour, the 11 a.m. hour, and the 3 p.m. hour. Listen for the cue to call and then get through and then uh, guess that song, which is sped up. And you are heading off to see the show May 30th at USANA. Uh, a lot of good shows uh, coming through, uh, part of the 9,862 shows that we are all going to be a part of for 2024. <laughs> yes. Hey, it's National Pie Day, speaking of food. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. You in the mood for a little bit of pie? I don't know about this early on in the morning, but... Pie is like a breakfast food. Are you kidding me? Because it's got fruit, right? It's got fruit. That's it's how a you pastry. justify it. It's delicious. Uh, we are looking at, uh, it's a special day to celebrate enjoying your favorite pie. For some mathematicians, that might be 3.14159. But that pie day happens uh, March 14th, which is coming up here in a couple of months. This is the actual pie pie day. Uh, do you like apple? Do you like cherry? Do you like blueberry? Do you like rhubarb strawberry? Do you like pumpkin. pecan? Pumpkin. Banana cream, lemon cream, whatever it might be. <clears throat> Enjoy yourself some uh, pie today. And uh, then in addition to all of this fun stuff, we have the Strong VW Super Bowl pool. Still going on. Chance for you to win 3500 bucks. We've got a lot of money on the line. And this is our uh, illegal legal <laughs> gambling pool that you can be a part of. You can get yourself a square on our board and then depending on the score at the end of the first quarter, at the half, third quarter, and then at the end of the game, uh, whatever column you end up in. So it's not like it's just one big lump sum. There, you know, there could be four different winners, and uh, which is nice. And if the score doesn't change, there could be one or two big winners uh, that way. So it should be an exciting game. Um, whoever is in the uh, Super Bowl, the big game, but we've got our Super Bowl pool coming up, and those are in the 8, 10, noon, 2, and 4 p.m. hours. Don't forget to enter to win the flyaway to see Miranda Lambert in Las Vegas. Uh, her final dates of her Velvet Rodeo Tour will give you two tickets to the show. Uh, this all happens in March, uh, the trip, two round-trip airfare tickets from Salt Lake City, and uh, two nights accommodations. She's playing at Planet Hollywood at the Back Theater, and you'll go for free on the Z. Right on. Yeah. Hey, uh, what else is going on today? Uh, it's uh, Measure Your Feet Day. <laughs> B-I-G. <laughs> big. I'm the notorious B-I-G. Yeah? Yeah, I have big feet. Ten, uh, ten and ten women's? Sometimes 11. Something like that, ten and Depends. a half, eleven Nike, women's? Nike, I have to get 11s. Wow. You, didn't, you don't even need water skis when you go water <laughs> I skiing. Well, I still can't water ski. I think we all found that out last summer. So you can make fun of... Uh, I can make fun of your big feet, and you can make fun of my small feet. Yes. I have to keep moving. You know what uh, they say. I have to, I have to keep moving just so I don't fall down. 
I'm in the old big old men's nine category. Yeah, wow. baby. I know, right? So uh, uh, now it's handwriting day today, and for our kids out there, uh, it's like texting, but with something called a pen. <laughs> yes. You might want to just experience that a little bit. Uh, man, handwriting. Uh, do you do you ever write in cursive? Mm, sometimes if I'm in a hurry and I'm taking notes, I'll write in cursive. Yeah. Kind of, it's kind of mixed though. Is that sort of your fast way of? My mom used to drive me crazy because she'd she'd write in mixed case. Something <laughs> was capital, then it was little, then it was bigger again. You know how girls how girls type now to make it cute. Yeah. My yeah. mom did that in handwriting, and now I kind of do it. I'm like, oh, don't do. That. I did it yesterday. I'm like, don't do that. Oh, it looks wow. terrible. Unless you're writing out the word amazing with two Z's in it. Yes. And then the Z's are capitalized. Yes. But uh, to observe National Handwriting Day today, start a journal, send an actual handwritten letter to a friend or family member, uh, take a calligraphy class. I used to do calligraphy. I loved it. Now, tell me what that is again. You have the, the fancy pens with the wider nibs. And you can write like on wedding announcements, and I would okay. just, I would just, I'd just do it for fun. But I loved it. Is but that's not like old English, uh, you know. You I know mean, how the old be. English, font, yeah, yeah, it can be. Okay. That's a really elaborate font yeah. to do calligraphy, but you could. Yeah, interesting. And they call it nibs, huh? Yeah, the the little nibs. the little nibs on the end. <laughs> different nib sizes. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, well, everybody has that, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> That's what uh, makes us different. Allie Gould says, we only teach cursive at my school. I teach kindergarten. Oh, my god! I think that's awesome. That is great. I didn't think it was still a thing. Somebody else said, my stepmom always wrote in shorthand. My mom used to yeah. do that, too. I'd be like, she'd have the grocery list, and I'm like, what the heck are we buying? She's and it's like, like, she's like, I can read it. Don't worry. I know. And it looks like just little squiggly lines yeah. every once in a while. And I'm like, is that a whole word? <laughs> yeah. You know? And then here's your uh, another one for you. Speak up and succeed. Have something to say today. Today's a good day to speak your mind. Maybe you've got something. Now we do a little fun thing on Wednesdays that you can kind of speak up and do a little what what's what's your deal Wednesday? What's on your mind? We'll get to that obviously tomorrow. But if you feel like you need to kind of speak up, maybe you've been holding something in at work and. You want to say something. Now, if you get fired over it, don't blame us just because we're saying that it's speak up and succeed day. I hope that you speak up and succeed at what you're doing instead of speak up and getting fired. <laughs> because sometimes that's what happens. That's uh, I actually had that happen in my uh, coaching experience. I think I told you that. I went in and uh, spoke up. Spoke up. And next thing I know, they said, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I went, all right, okay, I guess that's what happens. And I wasn't even, it wasn't like even a tattletale thing. It was just kind of, I mean, we need to be aware of certain things that are going on here behind the scenes. And uh, boy, the next thing I know, you get fired. I thought, well, maybe they're trying to hide something, I guess. Casey on the Z. Kenny Chesney and his latest. It's called Take Her Home, Utah's number one country station, Z104, with Dave and Deb here on a Tuesday morning. We're already 23 days into January. Just a month ago, it was Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, 11 only, more months and it's Christmas again, Dave. I know. I'm so excited. You just made I'm me happy. tingle. I'm happy for you. You just made I me tingle that. a little bit. I saw bit. a little shiver over there. Yeah. But uh, it is, uh, speaking of which, um, I think if they're, they are, uh, they're saying, hey, you might want to take your Christmas decorations down if you haven't done so already. <laughs> <And>? <laughs> no, I haven't yet. I will take down my Christmas decorations, just not the tree that stays up year round. Um, we asked, did we not ask this question yesterday? Uh, or am I just getting all of the days into mix into one? It was like uh, more Americans would prefer a job that they love over a high paying salary. I don't think we did. I, ask I can't that remember yesterday. if we asked that question or not. Where, my, nephew, would you... my nephew did that. He had a really good job. Uh, he was deep into it. Uh, and he decided, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. So he took a job that is just chill. And? Uh, he's one week on, one week off, because it's overnight, so they, like, give him a break. Right. He loves it. Uh, but he, you know, took a pay cut. There's no prestige, probably no really way to climb the ladder. But he's just like, I'm so much more relaxed. I'm so much more chill. Did, did he have to um, move into a different home? Did he have no. to sell any different cars? No. He was just making that much more money that he just thought, I can live on this amount? Yeah. All right. Well, that's the question. Survey uh, out, you know, they did a new survey that's out that they asked Americans if they would prefer a job that they love or a high-paying job as 66%. Or about two in three people say they'd actually pass on the extra money just to have a job that they enjoyed. Now, younger adults are more split. 52% of workers under the age of 35 said they'd pick the job they love over one they hate with the higher salary. Yeah. Uh, they did use the word hate uh, in the survey. <laughs> but uh, what, if, what if it's just a gig you dislike? They didn't. They yeah. used the word hate. Now, they didn't say the amounts or anything. And this is something that, I, because obviously... Some people can live off certain amounts. You you become accustomed to a certain lifestyle, and some people, you know, uh, obviously can get by on different amounts than other people. But I would be interested, even if you were just, just to ask this question to the average Joe Schmo, um, to say, say for instance, he's making eighty grand a year, okay, okay. and uh, and. Would he would he take a job that would pay him eight hundred thousand dollars a year? Uh, and that was super high stress. Yeah, but it's yeah, not not his fave. I mean, it's I mean, something it depends that's how much be... not my fave it was because that's <laughs> a lot of money. And yeah, if I. I mean, and for eight hundred thousand, I think I could do it, even if I hated it. Even if you, <laughs> right? It does make you think, right? Especially if, and then if you throw this in, and I'm only making this up as I go. I'm uh, thinking, what if you were to do it for two years, and then you would go back to the job that you had? I could totally do that. Yeah. Yeah. Five years. Probably. Don't go any more. Don't go any okay. higher. Probably five. I could give it a good go, five go years. Go five years at yeah. 800000 but you absolutely dread going to work every day because of your duties. It's uh, it's long days. I could probably do it. Ooh, that would just be... Uh, I, could, you know, I could probably do it. Knowing that you had the guarantee of coming back here to the radio station 
for yeah. for four dollars an hour. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I or whatever. I think I, I could. <laughs> what about you? Would you do it? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's uh, pay off a whole bunch of stuff. But you know, it also could kill you too. You yeah, know, and that's that, and true. what's it worth? It, it is the stress. Uh, school bus driver here. I do this job for any amount of money. I just love it. That's cool. Uh, my dad always said, if you love a job, you'll never work a day in your life. Love it. Kristen Peterson, for 800 I'd give it a whirl, short term. <laughs> uh, I'm doing a job that I love, and I only make tips. Can you imagine getting, what would that be, about 70000 a month? See, see that is just, I mean, I realize there are new stresses with the job you hate, but right. there are also uh, new reliefs, as in, I don't have to worry about how to, make my car payment my mortgage payment i mean it's enough that you could actually pay off your house in a year i mean if you yeah, want you know what for i mean sure and and at that amount of money you could also afford therapy <laughs> 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 so if the stress was really bad or you really really hated it just hire a full-time therapist or something and then and you could also, you know, reduce the amount of stress because if you do make that kind of a money, you actually could hire people around the house to do a whole lot of stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, don't say my name. I had a job making six figures. Now I have a job making much, in all caps, much less. But I am happy and it's worth more than six figures. I love that. Yeah, me too. No, really. And I hear that more often. You do really hear more often that. Now, we didn't even finish the rest of the survey. Sorry. There was a similar breakdown when it comes to work-life balance. 63% of the Americans would choose a job that fit better in their life over a job that paid more, that required more of their time, energy, and mental bandwidth on any given day, So, which is basically what we were kind of talking about. And 72% of us say they define success based on happiness, contentment, and fulfillment over wealth, status, and achievement. There you go. Which then poses the question, why do people get into gold digging situations well it's not worth it because you know they I don't mean? want to work it's not worth it but man what if you're what if you're with a dude that's i just, don't care or, or vice versa either way what if one or the other has a whole bunch of money but they're just kind of a jerk it's, but yet do you, is, oh, is it would, worth it i would know you know i'd rather live in my car yeah i really would yeah no i, I it's it's got to be uh, there's something to be said about Especially Being miserable every it's, day. It's one thing if they're controlling. Yeah, but it's another thing if they're like way abusive. Yeah. Or you're not attracted to them at all. Ugh. What if what if yeah, what if they're Ugh. golden inside, but they're just ugly as a dog on the outside? Well that's okay. Well How you much can fall in love with that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what that's what you just got through saying. If you're not attractive to attracted to them. Well, I, you can be attracted to more than physical things. You can totally be attracted to somebody's soul or personality. Yeah, yeah if they're golden. Yeah. If they're just a golden human being, but yeah. they look like Donald Trump. I mean, oh. I don't want them to look like Donald Trump, but well, I, I'm not giving you a choice here. Okay. Deb. Well, if they're if they but if I they are golden human being, I can't imagine somebody looking like Donald Trump and being a golden being person. Being a nice person. I know that's why I use that but, scenario. Uh, yeah, I could do it. Yeah. I mean, could you look past the flowy hair? Yeah, absolutely. Even yeah. when you're in bed? Uh, <laughs> well, I could make sure the lights were off. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to be thinking of somebody else. <laughs> oh, Ryan Gosling. Oh. It's like, what but did you just person, call me? But if that person was really kind, 
Yeah. I say, yeah, go for it. And as for gold diggers, they're just people that don't want to work. That is their job. Yeah. 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 It's kissing butt. Yeah. Yeah. And Literally. I would hate that. Kissing somebody you don't like for money. That is their job. Yeah. yeah. They're, I wonder who that could also describe. I know. <laughs> but you know. That's basically what it comes down to, really. I'm yeah. It's just like, yeah. You know, yeah. No, I know. Selling it's, yourself uh, for. And, Money. and and it's it's uh it's one of those things where we all know of a situation i think most of us know a situation like that because you know that there's some rich business owner or somebody out there that you know uh, and you're like how do they how do they get that uh you know what i mean how do they how do they how did that work? <laughs> you yeah. know, you look at it and your people watch and you go, how does that well, you act- know You know it's money. Yeah. Pretty sure it's money. Right? All right. Anyway, and then I had uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Dave from Baku, just sent me a text and reminded me that, hey, when you make $800,000 a year, remember that 300000 of that is going to taxes. Well, that's true. You know? <laughs> that's like, oh, yeah, good point. Uh, because you've got to make sure that the more money you make, the more money you pay in taxes, and it'll, it's all relevant, right? Did I just hear dog? Yeah, but that's coming up. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, right now, we're going to check like, on. A... <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Let's check on You'll our see. Tra- our traffic. Oh, gotcha. You'll find out in a minute. But um, going to check in with Lindsay Store. She's over in the uh, Two News Weather Center for us right now. And uh, because she heard the barking dog, she may have been afraid. And so <laughs> we, we may or may not have her on the line. Uh, Hi, with Dave us. and uh, People are howling at the moon this morning. I know. Hey, did you see the full moon behind the clouds? Oh, I hate to have, say I didn't. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Nope. I, I saw that, uh, like, uh, it was like this big old beam, headlight beam, but it's kind of hidden behind some of the clouds, so it is a little tough to see. I don't know if it's the actual, like, full moon day today, but it was sure bright. All right, we're going to get to the Pledge of Allegiance here in just a second. I want to throw this out here uh, from our little good news department. Uh, and we like to uh, put out things that deal with veterans as much as we can. There is a, a World War II veteran who was born in Michigan and now living in Florida, just celebrated his 101st birthday. Uh, now, here is uh, Valerie, uh, Valerie Valeria Ryan. And uh, her daughter, Eileen Alexa. Now, they talk about uh, some of his accomplishments and what they had. And this is, again, I think this is our number one question that we ask people who are really, really old, right? Uh, what is the secret to life, you know? She raised seven children, and life was tough on the farm. And so she always wanted to give back. She knew how important health care was and how important it was for the community to help one another. What's my secret to a long life? To drink all the booze you can drink. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Betty White. It does, Hot right? Hot dogs and vodka. But vodka, that was, that, that was the, <laughs> the, the idea to longevity. I guess we're missing the boat, Deb. All right, who's on the line with us? Oh, it's Justin from Magna. Hey, dude, how are you, man? Oh, just out here bringing power to the people, you know? Right on. Heck yeah. Good on you. What time do you have to be to work? Uh, seven. All right. And, uh, and then what's, what's your morning, <laughs> what's your morning routine? Do you stop someplace, get a little cup of Joe? What is your, what's your morning routine? 
no, the old lady wakes up, makes me, packs me lunch, and uh, gets me a cup of joe, ready are to go, you, you know? Are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> What's well, so wrong with yeah, that? Yeah, when daddy needs a sandwich, she makes daddy a sandwich. Oh, Dave. <laughs> You haven't asked is, me what's wrong with that. It's the spirit animal. Now, does she, wait, does she work? If she No, no, she's a stay-at-home mom. Oh, well, that's, you know. Still I, a tough job, though. Oh, absolutely Yo, it is. You know. I could have done it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it takes a special person to be, you know, do all that stuff. And to make you a, Joe, a cup of joe and get you out the door and make your sandwiches. You're a spoiled man, dude. Yeah, I got it made sometimes. <laughs> well, Justin, uh, we appreciate you calling in, helping us out. We know that you're a loyal listener of the uh, listener of the show, and uh, it uh, means a lot to us for you to help us out with the pledge every once in a while. And it's all yours, buddy. You bet. I pledge allegiance to the flags of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty, justice for all. This land is your land, this land is my land, from California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. As I was walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that endless skyway. I saw below me that golden Sparkling sands of her diamond deserts And all around me a voice was sounding This land was made for you and me This land is your land This land is mine Hunt, this land is your land. Justin from the Magna area helping us out with the uh, Pledge of Allegiance this morning. He was all chipper and ready to go because the old lady took care of everything this morning. <laughs> Good on you, Justin. Uh, what You do what you what works, right, in your home. And you do what works to get you to 100 year, uh, 101 years old. What's my secret to a long life? 
to drink all the booze you can drink. Come on. <laughs> that kind of that actually kind of sounds just like a twenty-year-old that has drink and drank a lot of a lot of booze. <laughs> Hot dogs and vodka. Right. A special little mix. Our normal names becoming extinct. What David about Dave and Deborah and Deborah? <laughs> David and Deborah. Normal? Are we on the list of names going extinct? We'll find out, and maybe you'll find out if your name is on that list as well. Morgan Wallen on the Z. Uh, good morning to you. And good morning to you. Who wants a piece of pie? Ooh, who wants the first piece of that pie, huh? Pie for breakfast. Is this pie homemade? Pie is so good. This pie is fantastic. I'm sorry, the pie is terrible. Well, you know what they say. Beauty is in the pie of the beholder. Say what? Beauty <laughs> is in the pie of the beholder. Uh, nobody says that. Happy National Pie Day. Showtime. I never got now, your favorite pie. Uh, pumpkin. And cherry, and and, and, and all the everything and, but and minced meat, <laughs> which is your favorite. <laughs> Man, have you ever even tried it? I mean, I think my mom used to make it when it had real freaking meat in it, and oh, I'm not, yeah. I'm I've not nev- eating it again. No, I've, I've never had it when it's had real freaking meat in it. No, but, I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm not eating it. Yeah. Do you know what though? Somebody, and maybe this has already been done. They'll be like Deb. Somebody's already doing this. Somebody ought to make a pie breakfast place. Now, I guess that's kind of like a, a donut shop or a pastry shop, but, but you, you could mean, buy you could buy like a handheld pie and a coffee. So when you're going to work, wouldn't that like be good? Like a hot pocket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like a breakfast hot pocket. Call it the morning pie pocket. Yeah. And just swing on by and get a coffee and a little cherry pie pocket. Yeah. Wouldn't that be good? Yeah, I think they uh, do. Uh, we'd a form all weigh eight hundred pounds, but no, yeah. you know, they do it where they do. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee has a thing where it looks. It's kind of like a. I knew somebody I don't know, like a hot. People, I knew people sort of would go. Thing. That's already being done. Well, uh, yeah, too late. But, but I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a specialty shop. You know what I mean? Yeah, something. I haven't you, seen of the, anything. The morning pie. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that. I've just seen stuff like that on the menu, and that's you know what I mean. So that's not. What you're talking about, but you know, now that you've thrown it out there, some entrepreneur is going to go ahead and make tons of money. Scrape off of up some capital, which I have none. Your idea, and do a do a morning pie shop. Well, if his uh, name is Johnny or Amanda, or if it's <laughs> somebody, Amanda, somebody said I thought they did that at McDonald's. <laughs> Jill, <laughs> you're absolute. Do they still do the the apple pie turnovers at McDonald's? Yeah, they do. They do. Yep. Yeah, because I just got one for the. Um, I got an apple pie, uh, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks ago. And I'm always so, you know, now I'm so nervous about it being hot. I think they've gone the other way. I think they're sort of like way, way, way like. This is lukewarm, but it will not hurt you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think it's kind of like we put it in, uh, we put it underneath a light bulb in the restroom. And I think it should be warm enough. This just came out of the Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> right? I know. It's crazy. Hey, uh, could your normal name be going extinct? Well, babycenter.com looked at names that we think of as normal 
that are becoming much less common. Now, baby name trends uh, always, you know, kind of ebb and flow. They, you know, move here and there. So maybe this would be sort of like a trendy thing again. Well, Brooke was uh, just the 471st most most pop most popular name yeah. <laughs> for girls last year, down 200 spots wow. from 2022. Brooke, you're on the way down. Yeah. Now, the other ones, uh, I guess we're going to start from the top here. Julius, down 189 spots now, for boys. Now, is Julius really a normal name? I'm not saying if your name's Julius, it's abnormal. I just don't think that's a super common name. No. No, I can see... Uh, Unlike the turnover, which is a pie that's been around forever, and I just thought of it, but it's... Everybody's like Deb. It's just a turnover. Yeah. Uh, but Julius doesn't just seem like, it just doesn't seem like, you know, a super... No, I mean, it sounds like a basketball player. <laughs> a black basketball player. <laughs> or a place where you get... Uh, Orange Julius. Uh, yeah. Juice thing. Uh, a juicy juice thing. Julius, what was it? Julius Irving? Is that who the... Yeah, Dr. You know, J. That, but, my gosh, I've never heard of Julius ever since Yeah, what's then. the baby's name? Julius. Yeah. It's not what do you as popular call it? Ju- as, it, as it used to be, but it's still a good name. What, what, it seems so long and cumbersome. Could you, what would you call it? Jules? I guess. Maybe. Or Jay? I don't know. I don't know. Dr. Jay? Now, <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie, if you're, uh, down, you're down 134 points, Mackenzie. Wow. Uh, going down in popularity. Johnny, uh, now you're down 150 spots. Amanda. Down 131 spots. Michelle, you're starting to lose ground here at 129 spots. Diana, down 108 spots. Bradley, uh, down 104. Now that dropped, uh, that's after it dropped 77 spots uh, from last oh, year. Bradley's, Man, Bradley is it's really on the slide. It is, seriously. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, and I got a buddy that I uh, keep in contact with. His, I told you about it. His name is Brad Bradley. Oh yeah, that's that, uh, right. Bradley. There you what go. What was his? I mean, is his given name Bradley? Bradley Bradley. Bradley? His, his given name, I believe, was Brad Bradley. Brad. But not Bradley. But not Bradley Bradley. Who does? I that? know. Uh, Angela. Elder. Elder. Down to ninety-four spots in the rankings. And then uh, here we are at the top, bottom of the list in the top ten. Nora. Down ninety-one spots in twenty twenty-three. Uh, nice name. Yeah, I love Light that name, Nora. But uh, it's down a little bit. There you go, just some of the trending names. And again, like they talked about, this thing comes and goes. And by next year, these, you know, this whole list, you could take this whole list and have it, you know, by next year and go, oh, guess what? These are the top trending names that are actually really, you know, being looked at. Um, so, but Dave and Deb. David and Deborah. And Lee, all safe. Still hanging in there. <laughs> What's the baby's name? Deborah, and we love it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last time I, I, don't. I heard somebody naming their baby or Deborah. Or Dave or David. Yeah. I just... Now, you, it, my friend's son, he's yeah. in fifth grade, and he has a friend named Dave. You and did tell me that. It kind of makes I me feel it's like... I think the cutest little thing. I think there's a... <laughs> it's a little Dave. I know. It's the only time you're going to have a Dave show up at your house. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're not going to come up anymore? Well, we will, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Deb, you know I'm going to come up to your house. 
Gosh, I sure hope so. When I need to park, when I need to park for Lagoon. Oh yeah, can I come and park? Can I come and park the Titan in front of your house so I don't have to pay at Lagoon? (laughs) Yes. Don't you, Dave, old buddy, old pal? Don't you you, come on up? Don't you worry your pretty little head. You just leave that parking spot out on the road for me. (laughs) Don't you worry. My parking spot is your parking spot, Dave. Uh, Coming up this hour, we're going to be giving you some Brooks and Dunn tickets. We're going to play a song. uh, from Brooks and Dunn, we're going to give you country fast. And we're also going to find out who sleeps better, men or women. It's like a little mini movie in a song, right? It is. Every time I hear this song, I just see this little mini movie and this guy riding on a motorcycle with his hair does it blowing. have a video to it uh, I, don't I don't know, know. if i've even watched a video if they have a uh, video to it they'd be crazy not to have a video to it uh because it uh has such a great story to tell luke combs is uh the singer there and um, where the wild things are his latest looks like the video is just uh, a studio video of him singing it oh okay well that's too bad uh, they really should put uh, out a movie hey uh, are you sleeping good uh man women i love sleeping in that can backfire though got up at 4 p.m great now when am i supposed to nap (laughs) day's ruined (laughs) how about those people that don't need sleep what do they call it again successful (laughs) he's just jealous (laughs) (laughs) so take a guess uh men or women who sleeps better man because we work harder. No, and we, no because we, you're... <laughs> and we can't sleep. Oh, don't give me that. Uh, women snore too. Now, it didn't uh, look why, but some research has shown that women might need a little more sleep in general. Uh, one study put it uh, at an average of 11 minutes more. Half of women in the poll said they often or always feel sleep deprived compared to just 37% of men. And only 42% of women could remember their last perfect night of sleep compared to 52% of men. Man, I slept good last night, Judy. Man, I wish. Bob, I've been up all night. Did you You know, my thing went off again last night. My smoke alarm. Now, does it chirp or is it screaming? It chirps. I thought, oh, you got a call because it's up so high in your... uh, Yeah. In your luxurious uh, home. Well, no, I just have cathedral ceilings. A lot of people have those, right? But I, this has, a, and this is in the most odd place because it's it's on the very top of the pitch, where the roof comes together, uh, and the, at the very highest. It's where all the smoke gathers. And, yeah, I don't. But whoever built the home, they're like, this is going to be so funny to put one right here. <laughs> well, I want to. I want to be a fly on the wall and watch the guy change this battery. Yeah, because there are cabinets. There are, uh, and there are the, the fridge, the cabinets, the kitchen cabinets, stuff like that, where you can't get a ladder to. It's the weirdest gosh dang thing I've ever seen. So you're I've laying in bed and it's like. Yeah, and it goes off about every 30 seconds. And it's such a high pitched. You got somebody coming to, can't you, uh, is there anything two, you could lean an extension ladder against? One thirty two nights ago, 2.30 last night. <laughs> and you know, uh, you know what? <laughs> Of course, it's not going to be two thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, and 
anyway, well, I'm, I'm sure I'll figure it out. But I'm just saying it's just uh, I've got to find somebody with a tall ladder that is daring enough to lean out because you can only put the ladder on a certain part, and then you're going to have to lean out and hope you don't fall because uh, to reach the thing. We'll just have Linda hold it. Have Linda hold the bottom of it. Oh, it would, I'd still fall off. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> uh, but I might try it. I might try it. J- actually, I might try it just to get out of work. Um, <laughs> tape took a spill. <laughs> Doing the I'm battery thing. Now, uh, they also looked at uh, which states are actually getting the best sleep. California ranked first. Uh, even people in Cali only averaged six and a half hours, though. So basically, no one is sleeping enough. Now, the fo- the most uh, r- well-rested states, California, South Carolina, New York, Maryland, and New Jersey. The five sleepiest, most sleep-deprived states are Montana, West Virginia, Maine, Wyoming, and Hawaii. See, those all seem like they'd be really chill states. Montana. Yeah, Wyoming, Hawaii. I don't know about West Virginia and Maine. I don't know much about those, I but mean, still, I'm like... Yeah. Now, America's top three strategies for getting better sleep in 2024, here they are. Make your bed uh, time and morning routines more consistent. And these are these are some of these lists that have come out since the first of the year where we go over these, uh, I'm going to better myself and I'm going to sleep better and I'm going to be healthier. And, well, uh, we read yesterday that more sleep helps you burn calories yeah. more efficiently. Yeah, like, uh, what was so it? I'm going to start napping every day. Yeah, 100 calories yeah. An, uh, an hour or something. I don't know what it was. But uh, anyway, they and then they the morning the avoid your screen time right before bed, and then skip that midnight snack. Well, that's not so. happening. <laughs> Other than that, well, I don't have to worry about my midnight snack because I've got a smoke alarm that goes. <laughs> Kelly says women work harder. We need more sleep. We stay up later taking care of the house and kids and stuff, and then we hit the sack at eight o'clock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Deb's son, he went out on a limb to install my light on a 23-foot ceiling. Yeah, and maybe Wyatt I, come and do it for you. Yeah, well, I really do. I, I really should hire somebody who can bounce off the floor a little easier than me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Wyatt would want to do it. <laughs> he was pretty nervous just putting my light up. <laughs> I was nervous. I was holding on to his belt. I'm like, dude, if you go over... Deb will never talk to me again. Yeah. If you die. And good luck on holding a pretty solid 220. I know. I thought if he goes, I'm going with him. Yeah. You're you're both going down. I'm always sleeping. I'm sleepy on work day, morning. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, and then I don't get enough sleep in the weekends. Now I know we have uh, discussed this before, but um, how Jelly Roll how got Jelly his name. Roll got his name, and we've talked about it. Uh, but uh, you know, from him, he just wants to set the record straight with everybody and kind of let everybody know this is how it all came about. Hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not really working the way I wanted it to. <laughs> well, All right. Well, uh, his mom anyway, called we, him Jelly we'll Roll. Talk about it. Uh, he had a childhood friend named One Arm Clay uh, that also called him Jelly Roll. Here we go. 
My mother named me that whenever I was a little chubby kid. Been fat my whole life. And uh, she tried to call me Jelly Roll when I was young, and I spent the next 30 years trying to grow into the name. Yeah, it just stuck. And then I had a guy in high school that jokingly called me Jelly Roll. He didn't know that was my house name. And his name was One Arm Clay, and you won't believe it, but he had one arm. And uh, One Arm Clay was like, we should call you Jelly Roll. I'm One Arm Clay, and you'll be Jelly Roll. I was like, my mama calls me Jelly Roll. And then once the high school starts calling you something, you know, that's, that's the kid in Caboodle. You're done. It sticks right there for you. <laughs> Jelly Roll, his latest, halfway to hell here on the Z. There you go. Good old Belcher on the radio. Belcher? Wasn't it Belcher? Am I getting my stories mixed up? I thought it was Belcher. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, Dave! You know what? I don't even know where I'm at. What are you talking about? Oh oh my gosh! Okay, let me uh, let me back up a little bit. I got my two stories mixed up. We were talking about how Jelly Roll got his name from One Arm Clay, from but I don't remember Belcher. No, Sammy Hagar. That's what. Oh yeah, let's bring Uh, Sammy Hagar in. You remember how? Oh yeah, I remember old Sammy Hagar. (laughs) You know. I may or may not have had a small stroke sometime in the last <laughs> week or not because <laughs> I'm actually really starting to doubt myself whether I should even be on the radio anymore. Uh, after, you know, and I'm sure you uh, have done that as well for many, many months. I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that you, you know, Dave really should have retired about ten years ago. <laughs> anyway, Sammy Hagar, Hagar uh, was finding out uh, his on, roots. He was on Finding Your Roots. And found out what his real last name is, which is... Sammy, this chart shows the total number of men found with the surname Hagar who match your Y-DNA signature. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> How can that be? Sammy, genetically, you are not a Hagar. Get out of here. You want to find out what your real biological oh, surname yes, is? Yes. What I'm about to introduce you to is 100% certain. Because you are not a Hagar. Please turn the page. Please I'm page. a Belcher? You are a Belcher. <laughs> So oh my! my. <laughs> Your Y DNA matches twenty-seven men with the surname Belcher. Wow! You are Sammy Belcher. What a trip! So you know what that means. I mean, he's going to have to go through. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are some of the uh, horrible hygiene habits that we all have? Uh, that are way too common. Not all of us have them, but I guess that are way too common. Reddit, you know, asked uh, people to name hygiene habits, uh, bad hygiene habits that are way too common. Oh, uh, okay. Now I'm going to go ahead and check these off. All right. And I'm not going to be afraid uh, to You're call myself a slob. Honest. I guess. Okay. Never cleaning your phone or your keys. I have never. I don't think I've ever cleaned my keys. No. I don't. I just don't. I haven't I either. Don't do that. I mean, unless I've had them in a pocket with a cha- uh, chocolate bar, and, yeah, they yeah, and then they all over. right, and then a little bit of chocolate gets on one of the keys, and then I kind of clean it off. But otherwise, once a I, week, I'll take some isopropyl alcohol and clean my phone. What is this like a regular? Like, do you do it on Sundays or what? Like, what do you, usually on a Saturday? Do you really? Is yeah. that like cleaning day? Yeah, Saturday, Saturday Sunday is a cleaning, cleaning day. It's the, the day, day we I take alcohol my our phone, and then we don't. 
clean it again until the following Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't. Uh, I'll okay. You don't want to know my version of cleaning? I rub it on my pants. <laughs> if it starts to get smudges and stuff well, like that, sure. I'll run it. I'll rub it on the. I'll turn the screen Absolutely. over and rub it on there, and I'm like, that's ah, good. Good to go. All right, just rinsing your hands in the bathroom. Uh, yeah. Remember the pandemic when the government had to tell us to use soap. A lot of people don't use soap. Rin- just rinsing your hands in the bathroom. Uh, one that we don't want to leave out though, too, and that is how about your AirPods? How about those little things that you may, you know you may not? Uh... Yeah, I just figure I'm the only one using them. And I don't. Yeah. I mean, every every once in a great moon, I will get out the isopropyl alcohol mm-hmm. and a cotton ball or whatever, and clean them off. Now, I mean, if I'll pull if I pull them out and there's a little teeny ball of wax on it, <laughs> it's not really like. Oh my gosh! I shouldn't I just call about a ball. Spit out my drink. <laughs> I shouldn't. Call, I shouldn't oh. call it a ball of wax, but maybe a little speck of wax. A I'll, little. Dip. I mean, I'll I'll peel it off. You know, I'll be like, well, hey, that's not supposed to be there. I'll peel that sucker off. You will. And really, aren't really AirPods the the uh, modern day Q-tip? Yeah. Does it gross you out when somebody says, "Here, listen to this," and they hand you their AirPod? Have you? I'm like, especially when you look at it. No, I'm like, no. I'll take your word for it. I'm not putting your AirPod in my ear. I'm not really. Even if it's clean. I think you've done that to me before, yeah. and I was like, Ooh. "Are you kidding me?" I mean, nothing against you. It's no, it's just well, in general. Oh, oh, okay, it's just in general. <laughs> I just <laughs> you've done it before, and then it's like, Ugh. no, anybody that did it. Um, not now clean- I don't. I don't do this one. Do you do not this cleaning one? your belly button? No. Now it's uh, if you have a deep any, you, you any, really got to get in there. But it's not really deep, right? And I can I look. I don't know if I can find it, but look if there's a cheese it, uh, you know, like a stick <laughs> cracker or something that slipped down in there, I, I can feel it, and I'll usually just flick it out of there. But um, I don't need to I take a Q-tip to it. Yeah, uh, being now I do this, and being a shoes on household, I do not make people take their shoes off when they come in the house. But would you prefer they did? No. I, I, oh, okay. So you're not even... No, I don't even... I don't take mine off. I don't... Do you think that is because you have hardwood floors and not carpet? Would it be different if you had a carpeted entryway? I mean, maybe. Uh, but uh, shoes off people think it's gross be, to be a shoes on household. You track all kinds of gross stuff in from the street. Okay. Which you probably do. Yeah. But... You know, it just keeps up your immune system. All right. Uh, five of ten horrible hygiene habits that are way too common. Now, not, this one, I can't imagine not doing this. Right. Unbelievable. And, and look, uh, not scrubbing your crack, people. You have to scrub the crack. Uh, some you people, must. Some people, you must, you must, you <laughs> must clean your buttocks. Who is not going to do that? Some people assume that just letting the old uh, soap and water run uh, down your oh, body is enough. No, but no, you got to reach out. You, you got to get reach in back there. there. You got to get yeah. in there. <laughs> because, I mean, let's, we all, that's where, I'll, I'll bet that has got to be the most filthiest place of our whole body. It has to be. You know? Yeah. And why are we not just, why are we just assuming that water's going to run down? I, I'm not. I'm not that assuming area. that at all. Um, and like women, women even have an extra duty. You know, because yeah, y'all got it's, it's all, all same, one it's continuous all the same little task. It's all one continuous little thing there. Um, never cleaning the door handles; they're constantly touched. A lot of bacteria on them, and light switches too. Okay, all right. Now we're checking these things off. Do you clean the door handles and light switches? 
not the light switches, I don't think ever, but sometimes I will take a Lysol wipe to the door handles every once in a while. But every once in a great while? If I'm deep cleaning. Freak, not here. I guess don't come over to our house. We're just a cesspool of germs, I guess. Uh, Not washing your sheets or pillowcases enough. Now, pillows every Saturday themselves uh, get gross, too. And I don't know about all y'all, but when you take the pillowcase off and you see 14 drool marks on there, you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that could be. And especially to. when you ate a Reese's peanut butter cup right before you went to bed. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, that's a dark pool of stuff. <laughs> Have you ever had Pepto-Bismol and you wake up and there's big pink dots all over uh, no, your pillow? No, same idea, though. <laughs> Flushing with the toilet lit up. I do that. I'm sorry, yeah, but I do, too. I do that. Okay, but it sprays tiny droplets uh, all over your uh, bathroom. Oh well, all right, whatever. And then uh, not replacing your toothbrush. Now you're supposed to do this thing every three months. One person said that they remember uh, by doing it when the seasons change. So good idea. Spring toothbrush, summer. Yeah, I kind of do it every now and winter. again. I do it because I have the electric thing. The you know, hey, just like you have on your nightstand. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and uh, the uh the bristles they say actually on the picture of the uh what do we, what is what do you call it the oral b i think that's the, the version i have the oral b and the bristles will start to the blue bristles will go down and they say hey once that those blue blue bristles start to turn clear you know that it's time and it kind of reminds you to change the head out if the if 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 it's if it, if it's no longer blue, it's time for new. Hey, yeah, right, just like that. Yeah. yeah, just like that. Uh, not flossing. People think brushing's enough. Flossing is secondary. But if you had to pick one, flossing might actually be more important. Oh my gosh, you're obsessed with flossing. I you am. Don't, uh, you make up for everybody who doesn't floss every day. I'm flossing right now. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. Just uh, some of the horrible habits that we are way too common. And I guess it makes us all a bunch of pigs. Just a bunch of big, sloppy, dirty, rotten pigs. Now my that goodness. we have that. What's that? <laughs> I yeah. said, my goodness. Yeah, I know. But I guess it does give us Wait, something to think are you about. Guys, are you guys shoe, uh, shoes off? Lee strikes me as a shoes off person. Yeah, she strikes me as that too. Uh, you, what, in my house? Yeah. 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 Are you Dave? Nope. Me, yeah, me. Either. No, no, and oh, uh, she's off. I and, even offer socks to people. Do you really? Little I really booties? do. I have a little. I have a little bowl. You're like the temple tour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Hey, that would be. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, I figure if you're going to ask for people to take their shoes off, some people aren't comfortable doing that. You know, and if they're really not, then they can keep their shoes on. They can but, just. But I offer socks so they can put those on over so that they don't feel like weird walking around in socks in someone else's house. I guess if people are I really. I just offer con- it. They if, don't have to do Yeah. That. If people are really concerned, they could do what any hour services does, you know? I mean, By they have those little blue, little blue booty, booty things or whatever. Blue. Yeah. Okay. Now that would definitely be like the temple thing. Yeah. That would be weird. But people don't have to take off their shoes. You just slide those over on top of your shoes yeah. and you're good to roll. Mm-hmm. I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, it's probably good that I haven't ever showed up at Lee's house. And if I I have. You have showed up at my but house. But did, you didn't make me take off my shoes. I just well, handed you COVID. some equipment and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
it was yeah that's right i had to throw the equipment at you oh no i left it on the porch or something didn't i it was back when we don't talk to people we don't see people we don't touch people i think i opened the door and i said hi because i don't think let's face it dave i don't think we were all that afraid of the whole no no not too much i mean however those were the good old days when we didn't have to talk to people (laughs) 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 it was just so weird the whole situation was so weird crazy it seems so long ago it does so super weird so but i kind of yearn for it you do yeah parts of it i kind of yearn for it seriously absolutely i wish we the whole world would shut down again in a way you know i think it was good for i think it was healthy for families yeah you know yeah well because we actually came to work yeah, we didn't miss it. It wasn't really too different for us. Yeah. It wasn't until three years after we all started getting blasted with it. <laughs> I know. That was weird. <laughs> they are working on that light and helping think help help I uh, what Jeez. I think your I think your stroke is spreading to me, Dave. Gosh. I'll just be over here if you guys need me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we may need you, nurse. We may need you, nurse Deb. It is now time to play our play something country fast. All right, we're gonna play you a little clip. You call us, be caller Z. Or later, because sometimes it takes a few people. Yeah, and we'll throw out right. that little cue to call here uh, as well. But yeah, but, are you ready? Yeah, here's the snippet. What song is this? And call us and win tickets for Brooks and Dunn, uh, David Lee Murphy, and Ernest, May 30th at USANA. Oh, yeah. You should have caught that. Call now to win. Brooks and Don, the reboot tour at USANA, May 30th. 385-292-1043. 385-292-1043. All right, we're back. Play something country fast. Here we go. Oh. On the phone with us right now, your caller Z. Who is this? Angelica. Angelica, you know what song it is? I hope so. What? Red Dirt Road. No. no. We'll Let's have try to. Again. We'll have to move on. All right. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Bye. All right. Morning, the Z. What is your name? Uh, Trenton. Trenton. Okay, Trenton. Our first caller, Z, you're Z plus because she didn't get it right. What song is that from Brooks and Dunn? Play country fast. Uh, Neon Moon. Yes. That's it. There you go. Let's Trenton, you're a winner. You're going to see Brooks and Dunn. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, hey, is there anybody else out there that feels like that's about how fast your life goes sometimes? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know that feels like Monday morning to me. Right, uh, Trenton, you're going. You're a winner. You're going to see David Lee Murphy, Brooks and Dunn, Ernest, May thirtieth. Tickets go on sale. Well, the pre-sale starts Thursday. The regular on sale is Friday. But you're going free on the Z. We're doing it all week in the seven a.m., eleven a.m., and three p.m. hours. All right. All right. Awesome, D- dude. Who gives away the most concert tickets on the planet? Dave and Deb on Z one hundred and four. Hey, you want to be our guest DJ? 
Uh, sure. Right now, we just want you to go go ahead and announce. This is Brooks and Dunn, a neon moon on Z104. Ready? Go. All right. This is Brooks and Dunn, a neon moon on Z104. Oh, that was good. Right on, brother. Nice. <laughs> when the sun goes down on my side of town, that lonesome feeling comes to my door and the whole world B&D, that is Brooks and Dunn. Neon Moon. Play some country. Play something country fast. And that's what we did. And a couple of tickets went out to... Trenton. Trenton. Way to go. We'll see you there. We'll do it again in the 11 a.m., 3 p.m. hour. We're doing it all week long. Free tickets for Brooks and Dunn coming to USANA on May 30th. Hey, pre-sale coming up here, too, in a couple of days. On Thursday. Yep, there you go. So uh, be aware of that and uh, grab your tickets in case you can't win them for free on the Z. Hey, good news here. San Antonio Zoo selling candles that smell like hippo poop. (laughs) What? Finally. How do I get my hand on some of those? (laughs) Finally making my own... (laughs) <laughs> All oh, these years has been such a hassle. <laughs> now you can buy them, Dave. Absolutely. How convenient is that? <laughs> hey, I love walking all in from work and it smells like hippo poop. Oh, that smells so good. <laughs> Honey, you're the best. <laughs> oh, maybe a hippo trainer or maybe hippo would, caregiver might want. <laughs> maybe like that, I right? Your move, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, man. That's just... Have you ever been around a hippo when it starts doing its thing and its its tail goes so it spreads it everywhere? Oh, nice! I kind of wish I could do that. <laughs> like, Wouldn't that be that's nice? That's a trick. I that's kind of learn. a fun thing. I guess maybe if I just got up off the toilet and started moving around, I could do the same thing. Yeah, Dave, just move your tail. <laughs> well, you have to do it while you're going, Dave. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'd get up and I mean, can you imagine what Linda would think when she walked in out of the bathroom She'd after? She'd be like, uh, "Guess who's cleaning? Why didn't she sit down? Guess who's cleaning the bathroom?" <laughs> All right, thanks, Lee. Uh, we're looking at mostly cloudy a slight chance of a, a, sh- a shower here for the next couple of days today and tomorrow 44 will be our high uh, right now it's 35 and cloudy downtown on the way another costco shopper freaking out we'll find out why Thomas Rhett, Morgan Wallen, Mama's house on Z104. I wish my grandma was still alive just so I could call her Mama. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I like it. I, I she I think she'd like it too. Yeah. Oh, dab. Good old Mama's house. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That'd be fun. And maybe Costco is your second home. I love Costco. I know you do. I, I, does, what, do you, don't you? Oh, I, mean, I do. It, oh, but my I gosh. can't. I don't go in there because I always spend too much. I love Costco uh, like I love Lamp. And it it's, uh, it it almost becomes to the point where, and I know some people are get frustrated, like, oh my gosh, the lines and oh, it's so bit, you know, man. I there's some times that I'll, it's very cathartic to me. I'll, 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 it's kind of an activity. Yeah, you go in, you get a couple of little treats. Yeah, uh, yeah maybe yeah. you buy a set of tires you didn't need. 
Or you uh, know what's really fun is you can find that corner of the warehouse where nobody is. Have you ever found <laughs> that one aisle and you walk down and it's like where the uh, it's where they keep the ink cartridges for the printers <laughs> and, and that's where i just kind of hang the out kitchen bowls. i'm like hey there's nobody here yeah this is pretty cool Well, none of us like change but is this an overreaction tiktok is making fun of a lady who ranted after she bought a 12 pack of paper towels at costco and say it isn't so found out each roll isn't individually wrapped in plastic oh, anymore people kill me <sighs> Kirkland towels. So disappointed. I was trying to put my groceries away, trying to store my stuff away, and then I find out they're not individually wrapped. You know how hard it is for me to store things when I am limited on space and I appreciate that they're individually wrapped so I can make them fit and use them when I need them and so that they don't get dirty. Kept dust free. I know they're for cleaning your towels and cleaning surfaces, but still, you still want something clean to clean your surfaces and clean your hands. Come on, Kirkland. I know everybody's trying to save money, but seriously. So, I she mean, went ahead. Where's she yeah. storing them? In the tap shed? I, I, I know, where she right? Them? Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, you know, this is uh, that's just one of them where she complains about the whole thing. A few people on the comments agreed with her. But turns out Costco only did it after thousands of people signed a petition asking them to change their packaging to reduce waste. Uh, so, but again, it's one Come of those on, things Judy, where it's like... be a responsible American yeah. and save on that plastic. And um, uh, really, uh, get a life? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think it's of a nice way to say something else it. to complain about. <laughs> right? <sighs> Morning shout outs with Dave and Deb. C104. All right. Uh, I want to shout out to Andrew Sylvester. It's his birthday today. He's just a great guy, a lot of fun. And Andrew, I hope you have a happy, happy birthday. Who's that? Is that your good friend? Uh, he good is friend? my daughter in law's brother in law. Oh yeah, but we all get together and play cards, and he's oh, just—he's just—he's so much fun, and he's such a good guy. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Amanda Baker, uh, will you please tell Bridger happy twelfth birthday? Happy Done. birthday, Bridger. She said it's his last year to bring treats to school. You know, that's kind of a—that's one of the signs really? your kids are growing up. No more treats at school. Yeah, but he's also can be a deacon now. <laughs> okay, <babe. laughs> of course he so. can and take the temple tour at least house i know uh, right krista baker birthday shout out to my amazing daughter and best friend jensen gould i'm so blessed to be her mom oh i love that um and then a uh, happy birthday to janessa harkins shannon strickland sarah duncan Bodie clyde uh danielle anderson and anybody else that's having a birthday today happy happy birthday chris shelton wants to shout out to us Thank you, sir. Thanks, dude. Uh, shout out to my family. I love you, Rye, Shar, and Elliot. Uh, so All if right, you're having cool. a birthday today, have a good one. I think I discovered how to keep you on, on uh, key a little bit. You're, it's I the lower David my, metronome? Oh, you lower your... I, I try to see, back off a little bit, yeah. and then I think you can hear yourself better. So let's see if we can, <laughs> oh, let's see if we can't do Don't that Don't make here. it a thing. I feel the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Yeah. I, you, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, you ready? Here we go. Yeah. You've had a birthday, listener, dear. Happy days will come to you all year. If I had a wish that it would be. Happy, happy birthday from the Z. This is not yeah. headline news. The new season of The Bachelor premiered last night. The first episode was just a new guy finding leftover Ben Gay and generic Viagra all over the bedroom. 
1,650 employees are getting laid off by Wayfair. And they say that's way unfair. A California election worker received an envelope containing fentanyl. But the most terrifying thing to get in the mail remains a jury summons. Sports Illustrated announced hundreds of layoffs. It was just the department in charge of airbrushing bikini pics of Martha Stewart. And Chicago is the worst U.S. city on Orkin's bedbug list. But bedbugs still come in second to the bears on the list of things in Chicago that suck. This is not Headline News. You can't buy that kind of dirt cheap. Cody Johnson, you know, I was standing oh there at gosh, the... Oh my gosh, that song kills me. Great song, isn't it? I was standing there at the urinal. <laughs> and Because that's where a lot of deep thoughts come to me, at the urinal. No doubt. And I, so I was uh, urinating, and, um, and I thought, what if he sold half the property <laughs> and still made millions, but then could still remain on the other half of the property and live out his life with all of the memories? Dave... He can't sell it. His little girl used to swing there. Yeah, but she can his, swing on the other half. His best buddies. They used to. His best buddies buried there. Well, sell the oh, half that, that didn't have me. his best buddy on it. Well, anyway, y'all you should know talk what I mean. To him, ask Cody next time we I, see I, him. Okay, <laughs> maybe he could he could rewrite the entire song and make it a happy ending for everybody. I know, I know, it's a silly thing here, but hey, man, uh, he had a special special moment uh, during the show the other night. He was uh, in California over the weekend. He saw a little girl holding a sign that said, I survived my bone marrow transplant to see Kojo, your biggest fan. I usually don't do this, but this sign says, I survived my bone marrow transplant to see Kojo, your biggest fan. Y'all might have to give me a minute. Now I'm going to actually need your help to sing tonight. You don't ever give up. You understand? Don't you ever give up. tell in his voice just genuinely emotional genuine uh, uh, unbelievable how it it actually caught him off guard to the point where he said you're all gonna have to help me sing this yeah uh, he stopped the show stepped off the stage gave her a hug another fan uh was so moved by the whole thing he gave her his cowboy hat which wow. was already signed by cody wow he said i don't know her name but this brave girl survived a bone marrow transplant and now my beloved resist all hat is hers Stay cowboy tough. Is that the coolest thing Woo. ever? Love that. It's making me cry. Man. And just again, another, he didn't have to. He, he's not acting. He's not bringing drama into his show. Kojo is as true and real as they come. Uh, just a good, good dude. And you could tell, uh, very emotionally moved uh, by that sign that was held up at the show. Dump it or dig it coming up next, brought to you by our great friends at Baku eBikes. Charlie Warsham, uh, he's an artist of his own in his own right, but he's also uh, the guitar player in Dirk Bentley's band. Has teamed up with Kip Moore. We're going to play the song for you, see what you think. Somebody's going to win tickets to see Parker McCollum Thursday night in the Maverick Center. Dave and Dabs, dump it or dig it. Well, let's take a look at it. And up for vote this morning, Charlie Warsham, Dump It or Dig It, brought to you by Baku E-Bikes and Scooters. Celebrated singer, songwriter, instrumentalist, uh, member of Dirks Bentley's band, recording artist Charlie Warsham 
has teamed up with Kip Moore. Uh, this comes from Charlie's album called Compadres, where he uh, does songs with some of his favorites, including uh, Kip Moore, Luke Combs, Lainey Wilson, Dirks Bentley. Um, and it, the song is called, it's kind of like the old uh, Vern Gosden song, I Can Tell By The Way You Dance, You're Gonna Love Me Tonight. Uh, it's called it's called Kiss Like You Dance. Okay. So we want to know what you think about it. Text us 385-292-1043. We'll pick somebody uh, from the text to win two tickets to see Parker McCollum at the Maverick Center uh, this Thursday night. Is this a guy that plays his guitar upside yeah. down? Oh, my uh, gosh. Mm, or let, no. The, the, the amazing, no, the, that's Chase Bryant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, nope. Regular okay. right-hander. Guitar player. But very talented, so as you said. Talented. Yeah. Now, the same number to text. Also, we get you here to the studio at 385-292-1043. Uh, give us a call. Let us know what you think about it. Charlie Warsham. And Kip Moore. And Kip Moore. <laughs> Raindrops tapping on a tin roof, dropping us a backbeat, going all night. Paper cups, line them up, pour them out, turn them all up in the neon light. A little fast as you, little work. your eyes and you let them lips get lost singing way back songs i bet you kiss like you dance i bet you get out of hand in the middle of a crowd downtown don't care if no one's watching i bet you rock like you roll slide them the cage is too close how about you let me let you i bet you kiss like you Your boots don't right, left, right Swaying like dice in a rear view Hips just keeping me hypnotized Keep on moving, baby, neck
And by the same token, I'll ask Deb that same question. I'll bet uh, a statement. I bet you kiss like you dance. Yeah, both are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that I know, but uh, we want to know what you think about the song Charlie Warsham featuring Kip Moore, Kiss Like You Dance. Uh, it's our Amy it love it. It's not Wednesday, but I'm going to hump it anyway. Uh, big Dig from Lacey. Dane Hatch says dig it. Annie Sperry, I'm digging this one, a real toe tapper. Love it, dig it. Dig it, Brenda Russell. Uh, Darren Hubbard says dig it. Mel Bernard digging it. Anita Erickson, CL White, Alder Rydalch, uh, Becky Lindsay, dump this. That is all. Uh, <laughs> dig it, but Kip Moore sucks a. Uh, <laughs> dig it from Nana at Nana Sugar Shack. Uh, Jason uh, Sipes, Big Dig. Dig, it reminds me of Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Oh, yeah. Kind of does have a little feel like that. Uh, You know, and Kip's part in there was kind of like just subtle, right? I mean, it just seemed like they uh, just kind of had him there um, helping out with the vocals. And I don't know. Anyway, it wasn't like it was a Kip Moore song. Yeah. Aaron Syndergaard, totally digging it. Uh, James Dinkelman, digging it. Matthew Briggs, dig it. Jason Butler, digging it. Jessica Pay, Brandon Johansson, Marlon Nyron, uh, Janelle says, dig it. Uh, Randy like Richardson, dig it. It's his name, Dave. Yeah, I know. Uh, Amber Kane, digging it. Uh, Mandy Hillman, Alex Larson, Danny Jackson, Barb Stewart, Christy Kelling. I sure hope I kiss better than I dance. Me too, Christy. <laughs> uh, Tyler Mancinaras, <laughs> Natalie Neville, total dig. Deb Laguerra. Digging it. Nice beat. Makes you want to dance, Karen. Tim Burgess says, dump it. Michaela Rock, digging it. Jamie Hatfield, dig it. Oh, my heck. Yeah. Uh, Misty Dalton, digging it. Charlie Warsham, digging it. Chloe says, dig it. If Dwayne, just, <clears throat> go ahead. Dwayne Sartori, Christy Vincent. Uh, just jumping in. Charlie Warsham featuring Kip Moore, Kiss Like You Dance. We want to know what you think about it. Dump it or dig it. Who is this? I dig it. You're this is on a it. great song, and hopefully it's going to be a line dance maybe one day. Who knows? Oh, yeah. yeah. Never know. Who? Uh, what's your name? Peyton Oliver. All right. Thanks, Peyton. Thank you. Thank Love you. you. Bye. It doesn't Love affect you, bye. me because I wouldn't know how to do it anyway. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Melissa Andreasen, dig it. Dancing in my car. Sandy Martinson. Julie Frotten. Uh, Christy Vincent. Michelle Patey. Mikey Baldwin. Uh, with the first 30 seconds, I'm going to have to dump it. Dig it. It was awesome. Angie Adams, uh, digging it. Uh, Regina Hansen, digging it. Robin Stokes, Tanner Harrison, Jalen Edwards, all digging it. Trent Diedrichson, uh, definitely dig it. Uh, Danny Byram, Garrett V says, dig it. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 90-10. What about you? Uh, I loved it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Not that either one applies to me, but (laughs) I loved it. I love the guitar in it. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he's so talented. And, and, uh, and this just in. Um, oh, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about this in a second. Uh, anyway, there you go. That's the overall. Now, when the music stops, uh, Deb will stop scrolling, and that's how we grab a winner here. However, it may happen right before the next vocal, like right now. <laughs> Jana Ogard. Jenna Ogard, you are the winner. Thanks for weighing in today. You're going Thursday night to see Parker McCollum in the Maverick Center with special guests Larry Fleet and King Calloway. We'll have another Dump It or Dig It tomorrow morning at 820, brought to you by Baku e-bikes and scooters. My love for my e-bikes. I have the Storm. I have the Mule. Both my wife and I absolutely love going on rides together. And the Baku e-bike can be in your hands 
just by simply going to their website at bakcou.com. So many different uh, choices from the Mav 3 to the Storm, uh, to the Ye- to Storm Jaeger. Uh, then you can also do the all-wheel drive Kodiak, which is kind of cool. And then uh, check out their scooters as well. Something for the whole family. Baku.com. Hey, this just in. Uh, USANA Amphitheater now will be known as the Utah First Credit Union Amphitheater. Oh, man. Uh, just announced. Uh, CEO of Utah First Credit Union, Darren Moody, said, I'm thrilled about this collaboration. Part of our mission at Utah First Credit Union is to be significant in the lives of our members and the broader community. The Utah First Credit Union Amphitheater is our way of showing up for the community in a big way to provide a place where people can come together to relax and build lasting memories. Man, you know the credit unions are owning the world. They are. You Utah know what I mean? First Mountain America Credit Union. Credit, yeah. Yeah, that's going to take some getting used to. Delta Center was easy because we've done it before, but uh, Utah First Credit Union. UFCU is what they're going to say, right? Uh, it says uh, Utah uh, you, First Credit Union Amphitheater. They, I know, but they don't. So I don't know. There, I I'm think just it's wondering the, what we will shorten it to as normal people. What we Will we shorten it or are we going to. You mean how we used to call it the Viv? Yeah, right. <laughs> because Viv is so long to say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but Utah First Credit Union Amphitheater. Amphitheater. Yeah, there we go. To the so, UFC, uh, uh, but yeah. however, I'm sure they do not want people shortening it. Uh, yeah, I don't think they want people to you do know, that. They're probably paying big time bucks to uh, be the title sponsor sponsor of that uh, area, that uh, arena, that not arena uh, amphitheater. And so, like, don't shorten it. Gosh First dang it! Credit Union Amphitheater. On the way, we're going to be talking bed bugs and t-shirts. Yay. The annual list of cities with the most bed bugs, and we're going to find out how to fix out uh, those stretched out t-shirts that you might have. Morgan Wallen, Eric Church together on that one, a man made a bore. I can't help but say it that way. You just have to say it that way. Man made a bore. Hey, morning the Z. You are caller Z. Who is this? This is Randy. Hello, Randy. How the heck? Oh, I'm I'm still here. Right well, that's on. good, Randy, because you may be uh, flush with cash in the next couple, three weeks. All right? That sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you could win up to thirty five hundred bucks with the strong VW Super Bowl pool. In the meantime, you're going to be flushed with cake. Yum. We're going to send you a, oh. a dozen buntinis from Nothing Bunt Cakes, Foothill Village, Salt Lake City. Don't punt on your dessert for the big game. Come grab a bunt. Uh, Thirteen fifty four South Foothill Drive. Randy, who's hooking you up with cash and cakes? All the Z one hundred four. Right on, man. Did I miss uh, the flush part? I, I'm not catching your flush uh, little thing. That's just a saying. Oh, okay. Flush I thought maybe cash, you'll be. I thought you maybe knew that he was a plumber or something, and I thought <laughs> no. well, maybe I'm missing something here. <laughs> well, that's just a saying. Oh, gotcha. Right on. Well, uh, hold on a second. We'll grab some more information from you, and Lee is going to be uh, flushing us with information. To phrase "flush with cash" means to have abundant wealth. Hey, what about when you do it with traffic? Abundant traffic information. We're yeah. flush with traffic right now. There yeah, we we're go. flush with traffic. That sounds like it. What's Have you up? heard that before, Lee? Flush with cash? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Why? Well, well, just because I have oh, Did you have a whole conversation about how Dave didn't know what that meant? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's basically one more way to make me look stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. If I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Dave, we're not trying. <laughs> no, no, you're not. I know. I know. I can do that all on my own. <laughs> no, no need to help. Thank you. <laughs> no need to draw that attention, uh, Deb. You can, don't have to draw attention to Lee. What, what, hey, Lee. In fact, why don't we just go to the phones and see how many people of the next 100 callers have ever heard flushed with cash? And no, we'll I really... just thought maybe I just thought maybe it wasn't a thing, and I thought, did I misspeak? Is that not a thing? No, it obviously is a thing. I, I thought maybe it wasn't. I thought maybe I had screwed up. No, which traffic you know, uh, happens all the time. Hey, I know what the term strap for cash means. Yeah, that's the you opposite know. of flush with a cash. flush with cash. <laughs> <laughs> you and I both know that one. Right. Yeah. Uh, we are looking at mostly cloudy here for the next couple of days. Just a little sprinklage here and there. It's uh, really nice, actually. We're going to be into our mid-40s uh, for both today and tomorrow. Right now, it's 35 and cloudy downtown. Hey, speaking of different terms and things that maybe you may or may not have heard of, do you have, what are those words or terms that only your family would Gaf- know? Gafargles. Gafargles. Yeah. That's now, what we call the male unit. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. The gafar- the whole The, whole, the set. whole package. The whole set. Yes. Yeah, you got kicked in the gafargles? Yes. <laughs> oh, <goodness>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, think about that. Ours is twink and go. Uh, I, I'll explain that in a minute. Okay. Lee, what about you? Bushweek. Bushweek. Wow. That's a good <laughs> that's, one. That's every that's day. That's every day for, uh, hopefully. <laughs> oh, you guys. What I'm, no, that's no, 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 no. What, <laughs> is, what do I you like think this one. is? Bushweek? <laughs> I know you're going to try to tie it into something to do with Australia, but I, I would is. rather prefer not to know what Bushweek is. I just let my imagination figure that one out. I'm sure you did, but it has nothing to do with what you're thinking. Oh, oh weird. All right. Well, then, fine. Uh, we will leave it up to everybody's imagination, at least till we can explain it coming up here uh, before 9 o'clock. We'll be right back. Ziders on the Z and Pretty Little Poison is the name of the song there. Now, we've got the uh, playoffs again coming up this weekend to find out what two teams go to the uh, Super Bowl. And then we need to decide. Now, if the Chiefs go, we're going to have to alternate back and forth from watching uh, you know, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and those little. Uh, and now Jason Kelsey, now Jason. his brother, is up there flashing his man boobs. And uh, actually, he really doesn't have man boobs. He's pretty solid. But yeah, I mean, it kind of looked that way. Uh, but uh, but anyway, yeah. Or watching Patrick Mahomes chew on his mouthpiece. <laughs> yep. Him and Steph Curry both have a little pacifier that they uh, have a fun time with. Speaking of which, it reminded me of uh, the comedian Brian Regan talking about that. You know, the most dangerous part of high school football has nothing to do with getting hit. It's forming your plastic mouth guard. <laughs> you have to take it out of the wrapper and dip it in the scalding hot boiling water till it gets nice and gooey. And then take it out and bite on it so it forms to your teeth. 
the whole time it's bubbling, you're going, oh no. Why didn't I run cross country? Then biting in this lava magma candle wax from the center of the sun. We all do it too, right? And it seemed like I would, and, and you have to be very careful. You can't just throw it in anyway. It's all gooey, and you have to make sure it's in place, because if you bite on it crooked, you are set for life. They keep saying, well, you can just put it back in the boiling water and just boil nope. it again and keep trying. But, I mean, I've never done it, so I wouldn't know. Oh, my gosh. It is quite the experience. Maybe that's why that uh, that little bit just strikes me so uh, close. Now... We talked about, uh, you know, now look, in football, we, I, I wore a cup to protect my Gafargles. Yes. Um, and it seems like they just don't wear cups yeah, anymore. Yeah, they don't do it anymore. No, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know uh, if maybe people don't care about their Gafargles anymore, <laughs> uh, protecting them, or what the deal is. But I don't, uh, to me, I mean, I wore it in baseball. I wore it in because I was playing infield and... Uh, and then I wore it in in football as well, uh, all growing up. And but, Gafargles is what Deb uses around her home, uh, or and family, as far as a uh, a little way to describe the man's package. I think we all yes. figured that out right there. Got now, hit, got hit right in the Gafargles. Right, right. And you got to be uh, careful because when the temperatures get cold, uh, the Gafargles are smaller. And so, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's uh, it's all relevant. Now, Lee also had one called uh, Bush Week. Yeah. Now, what is that? We all know what we think it is, but <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. Okay. It's just it just was a saying that my mom had that. What do you think this is? Bush Week, and we all knew that meant get a move on, like stop lollygagging. What do you think this is? Bush Week now is Bush is this Week. Is that a holiday in yeah, is that, Australia? It, it, it's just when you go for a walk and you're uh, and you get going lost on a walkabout. Oh, you're just lollygagging. You're, yeah, you're lollygagging. You're just moving slowly da, through da, the da, bush, da, 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 which is da, da. the wilds of yeah Australia. So right, and they refer to that quite a bit over there, which means that probably wouldn't be good for my middle school humor for me to live there uh, because <laughs> no, I would chuckle you, every time they would say it would be uh, no. <laughs> say bush week (laughs) (laughs) yeah um ours was uh ours is kind of a thing that was been going on uh and and it's just really kind of a silly thing which most of them are right when we come up with these little terms in our family we call it twink and go in our family just because at one point we were doing a white elephant party and uh, somebody got a box of twinkies um in the uh in the thing and uh and so one of the family members proceeds to open up the box of Twinkies and use them as uh, Nerf arrows. I mean, they were just chucking them at each other and they were throwing them. And we were, because they're individually wrapped, obviously. We were, I believe we were in a hotel room, if I'm not mistaken. So it was kind of closed quarters and we were just chucking Twinkies at each other. But then, uh, so after the last surviving smushed up Twinkie was thrown, Somebody gathered it up and gave it next year. Just that Twinkie alone gave it to the person, gave it away again as a white elephant. So uh-huh. it's all a smushed up, dried up Twinkie, and uh, it just keeps going on that way. So we keep calling it Twink and Go. And believe it or not, it has lasted, I think we figured at about 11 or 12 years, somewhere around there, that we have now done this. And that original smushed up Twinkie is still... Hard and dry and smushed up in its own little wrapper. 
I have and a, again, I have a uh, pecan log. That's the same deal. Okay, just stays in the freezer all year, and then and it makes its rounds yeah. uh, during the. Uh, what words or terms that only your family would know that you want to share with us? We're going to get to some of those, and just you guys ever have those T-shirts that get stretched out at the neck? Oh yeah, or around the now for a guy. I just throw them away. I can't wear them like that. Are you that. kidding me? No. Nope. Oh, I can't wear them like that. Nope. There's a cure. Well. You've been throwing them away. Uh, we want to know if this really works. There was a video on how to fix a, a stretched out neckline on T-shirts, and it's uh, been going viral, of course. Everything uh, you know seems to uh, do the viral thing. And uh, this is how what they're telling you to do and uh, describing it to you. See if you can catch on. This is how you fix a stretched out neckline. So firstly, you want to rubber band your tea just like this. Next, you want to boil a pot of water. Wait till the water is boiled, then dunking the neck in for 30 seconds to a minute, and then letting it rest. As you can see, the neck's a lot tighter. Okay, so this is just the neck of the t-shirt, and you go down about, uh, I think, about a couple of inches, uh, with, and then you put a rubber band around it. So then all you have is really pretty much the whole neckline drawn up into what would be look like a flower almost. And then you uh, put a rubber band around it. Then you dip j- just down to the rubber band line in the boiling water. And then you uh, go ahead and undo it, let it dry. And it showed in the video that I was watching, boy, the, the difference between uh, before and after. I don't know. Give it a shot. See if it works. Um, instead of throwing it away. I'll have to try that right? next time, yeah. Now, bed bugs are kind of weird, if you think about it, right? Yeah, So I just try, try not to think about them. Yeah, and uh, a lot of us, you know, have heard like, oh my gosh, this is, uh, this is in the be- hotel beds and things like that. Well, Orkin released their annual list of cities <laughs> with the most bed bugs. Uh, um, they posted it for, of course, 2024 here. Chicago, number one for the fourth year in a row. Four years ago, before Chicago began this unfortunate streak, Washington, D.C. was number one. Now, this list ranks the top 50 cities using data on how many people had to use exterminators over the last 12 months. Uh, New York City is second, followed by Philadelphia, Cleveland slash Akron, Ohio, Los Angeles, Detroit, Washington, D.C., Indianapolis, Charlotte, and Champaign, Illinois. Now, if you want to take a look at it globally, Paris. Say is, it isn't so. Yeah, Paris. Paris and the bedbugs. Paris is also a bedbug hotspot right now. <laughs> Probably not mentioned in any of the travel brochures. Number one for <laughs> international bedbugs. Yeah, we would like to go and spend a little bit of time together. <laughs> uh, however, we're going to romance more than just each other uh, in the, in the bedbug world. Here's some top fascinating facts about bed bugs. Like, for instance, they are hard to see with the naked eyes or the Thompson twins, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yep. Uh, they can survive temperatures up to 122 degrees or as uh, that is also known as Phoenix in the summer. They reproduce up to 500 times. Thus, their nickname is the Nick Cannon of insects. <laughs> uh, you're jealous they get more action in bed than you do. And the fi- uh, final and top uh, fifth fascinating fact about bed bugs, uh, they can go months without eating. Thanks, Ozempic. <laughs> oh, oh, Ozempic.
Riley Green together with Luke Combs on that one and different round here on the Z. We're talking about words or terms only your family would know. Who's on the line with us? This is Penny. And what's yours, Penny? It's Hoodinky. And that was the name that was the name for the thing that those your feminine products back in the day. And what do you call them? Hootie keys? A uh, hoodinky. Oh, a uh, hoodinky. Go get me some hoodinkies. Yes. yes. <laughs> and you never, you never wanted to have to go shopping for them, especially if you didn't have a bag to put them in. Right. So you call them hoodinkies. Yes, a hoodinky. I need a, I need some hoodinkies. I'm going to need a brown paper bag for these, ma'am. <laughs> yes, for sure. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Thanks so much for sharing. All righty. All sure. right, See ya. Uh, don't Bye. say my name. Uh, when we're in a group as a family and we get lost as we travel because we travel a lot together, we refer uh, a bird call as the Thackery, P-H-A-Q-U-A-R-Y, and we make the sound of the bird, but the word Thackeray for us means where the F are we? Thackeray. <laughs> <laughs> I do this in the store. Where the Thackeray? <laughs> if I'm oh, looking really? for, for friends or family. Yeah. Maybe I could call it the Thackeray. You could, the Thackeray yeah. call. It's a, your mating call for <laughs> who's over. Now, that doesn't sound very loud. What do they have to be pretty close? I mean, they can't be yeah, clear across be Walmart. Because I'm not you know. a loud whistler. Yeah. But uh, a couple others coming in. Lumpar, L-U-M-P-A-R, means uh, someone or something is so adorable on an innocent level. Oh, uh, Lumpar. Sa- yeah, Lumpar. Salitas. And it's spelled out here, S-A-L-E-E-T-U-S, something that is totally awesome. That is so Salitas, I guess. Uh, having the green man in your mouth means you have horrific breath. Uh, <laughs> Rat in a pile, someone you cannot trust. Uh, <coughs> sweaty, uh, <laughs> hey, there's a, that would be a good one for political season. Rat in a pile. <laughs> sweaty is a meatball used to describe how hot you are. Now, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's pretty descriptive. I don't know if that, I, at first I thought, okay, does that, is that another way of saying, man, that dude is hot? You know what I mean? Or that girl is hot. You know sweaty what I mean? Meatball, I don't think it's sweaty good. is a meatball just used to describe how hot you are, which yeah. I guess would be just hot and sweaty. <clears throat> Orangutan gangbang is what we say when we've made a colossal, colossal screw up. Instead of saying a cluster, you know, yeah. orangutan gangbang. Gangbang, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we call the spot behind the knee Teresa. I'm not 100% sure. Kicks me right in the Teresa. Right behind the knee? Yeah. Uh, I think it had something to do with a friend of my cousin's. Okay. Uh, shooting bunnies for tooting. I have no idea where it came from. <laughs> um, the remote is called the channel changer. Uh, or uh, another one for the remote, we call it the buttons. Who has the buttons? Who has the buttons? Yeah, that's Button, a good one. button, who's got the buttons? Yeah. Um, Pretty good. Let's see. Like it only, uh, terms that only you uh, you would know with your family. Who is this? Um, the Hi, what's your name? Uh, Too late. Um, uh, we say it's a bunch of shish kebabs or you're talking shame. Um, I kids say both of those things in lieu of the word shiz. Okay. Heather Hughes. Uh, my granddaughter started this when she was little. I'm going Mimi means I'm going to sleep and it has stuck. So Mimi means sleep. I'm going Mimi. All right. Uh, we would ask my mom where she was going and she would say down the road a piece, not too fur. Who <laughs> <laughs> we? Becky Lindsay, I don't know. Uh, Becky Lindsay says we use the term cock doggies uh, for little smokies. 
Okay. Hey, are we having cock doggies for New Year's Eve? Yeah, boy, that's a... Heck yes, we yeah. are. How about saying that in the store? <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Where are the cock doggies? Oh, excuse. Oh, sorry. I mean the little uh, Smokies, Hillshire little Smokies. Uh, the piece of plastic that holds a pizza together is forever known as the Barbie table, or holds the lid oh. off the pizza. Okay. The Barbie table. Oh yeah, it is. It's a baby little table that uh, keeps it safe in your cardboard box. There you go. Uh, ter- words or terms that only your family would know. Uh, throw them out there. We'll uh, see if we can't uh, slip a few in. Coming up, uh, here's a question for you also to be thinking about. Do you wear your wedding ring every day? And how does it kind of correspond with uh, some of the habits mm-hmm. that they have uh, Not anymore. Put, put in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, other than Deb, do you wear your <laughs> wedding ring anymore? We'll check in with uh, some of these comments and you yourself uh, as the morning continues. Plus, our battle of the sexes coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Parker McCollum, more chances for you to win coming up in the 11 a.m. Or excuse me. Oh, no, that was a different week. Holy crap. I'm way behind. (laughs) We got Brooks and Dunn tickets this week. And once again, that little stroke that I must have had sometime over the weekend is really affecting me. Uh, Maybe, Maybe you have toast legs. What are, what is toast legs? Uh, our family is the weak feeling you get when you're coming down with a bad uh, cold is toast legs because you feel in your legs you just want to lie in bed and eat toast. Oh, okay, I maybe. Getting, I think I'm getting toast legs. Maybe I I've got love that. that. I'm yeah, use that is that. good. Toast legs. Um, do they have one that uh, is brain dead? <laughs> <laughs> uh, squirrels are doodahs after my Japanese ex who couldn't pronounce the word squirrel. Doodah. Just doodah. Um. U-turns are called Screaming Mickeys. Uh, it all came, we were driving one day, my mom was in the passenger seat, my dad had driven past where we needed to go, and she was trying in a panic to tell him he needed to do a U-turn. She had a bit of a mind blank and yelled out, uh, you need to do a Screaming Mickey. So that's what we call really? U-turns now. Okay. I thought maybe it was because they did a U-turn and then another car was coming on uh, to them and Mickey started to scream or something, but I guess not. <laughs> We refer to our rubber spatula as the schlickaput. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you'd have to be careful in order to just say that right. The schlickaput. I wonder why. Does it go on to explain? No, a, a no explanation. All right. Um, there yep. you go. Uh, Some of the words are terms that only your family would know. Yeah, a lot of lot of uh, nicknames for the remote. The clicker. Okay. Uh, we call it the magic buttons. Who has the magic buttons? Okay. Uh, my aunt mispronounces <laughs> certain words in funny ways. She pronounces business as beachness and Nashville <laughs> as Nash- Nashville or Jacksonville as Jacksonville. Whenever okay, she I'm... visits, we all pronounce those words <laughs> just how she does. Well, why not? <laughs> Humor her a little bit, right? <laughs> I don't remember how it came to be, but ever since I was little, my mom would call anything church-related Jesus love. <laughs> okay bring on the jesus love yes. is that right which i guess is kind of just a different way of saying it right yeah yeah there you go 
Well, uh, we'll get to some more of your comments in just a little bit. I asked a question earlier. Uh, do you wear your wedding ring every day? Now, the pandemic kind of changed uh, many things, including our wedding ring wearing habits. Uh, why? Why? Just because we're because not, we were we're at not home dressed, more? so wearing your ring is one... That's about the only thing I can uh, think of. Is that maybe we are just at, we were just at home more, so we didn't really put on our jewelry. Well, now, yeah, the survey says um, all married women, sixty five percent responded that since the pandemic, they wear their rings based on the occasion rather than a daily occurrence. Okay, so they wear their rings. Uh, interesting. This is done by Pure Wow, by the way, whoever they are. Uh, some other comments. I don't put away. I don't put any jewelry on when I work from home. Um, it gets in the way of daily tasks like cooking, doing dishes and laundry. Now we all, I think we're, we're aware of Jimmy Fallon's little instance with his wedding ring, uh, pretty much took off his whole finger. Um, he caught it, uh, on something and, uh, and, uh, they had to sew it back on and it was crazy. (laughs) And now, you know, I had a friend, uh, her husband was being friendly with some, somebody else Uh and her horse, uh, he was helping her with her horse. And his wedding ring. Is that got, what they call it? Yeah. It's, it's another familyism. Is that all a part his of Bush Week? Wedding ring somehow got caught in the in the rains or so. Anyway, it almost cut his finger. They had to he had to go to the hospital and get his wedding ring cut off because he was helping someone else with their horse. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. Try to explain that. Yep. You know, honey, what were you doing? Well, um, um, it's a long story, but some of the ladies say wearing my wedding ring is part of getting dressed. If I'm not getting, this might be the biggest pandemic reason of all. If I'm not getting dressed to go out, I don't put it on. Okay. If we're just laying around, I'm not wearing my wedding ring if I'm just laying around in sweats. Now, I never take mine off. Never. Never. I shower with it. I play sports with it. I work out with Look it. At I you, Dave. well, and and really, honestly, it's not like it's uh, something like oh, well, I'll show the world or whatever. Uh, actually, part of it is because I can't get it off. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm sitting here trying. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, it came off actually. So, but no, I just uh, I'm just one of those guys that I very rarely I very rarely even have this uh, chain that I wear around my neck and the bracelets. I know that this might be weird to some people. I I uh, I don't even take off my bracelets. I shower with them. To me, I'm just like uh, the only thing that I really remove is my watch. You know, uh, to shower or, um, but. Uh, that's about it, and I just leave everything on because maybe I'm weird. Maybe it's just one of those things where I'm like, <laughs> don't answer that. But I just feel like, what what's what's it going to hurt if I leave it on when I shower or swim or whatever? Um, it, putting your wedding ring on, do you wear it every day? A lot of people have gone to these silicone rings. Yep. Uh, for safety reasons, because I think some people... Yeah, and, if you're uh, messing around with your girlfriend's horse, yeah, yeah, chances yeah. are he won't get hurt. Right. It'll just snap off, and yeah. then he'll just say, well, Absolutely. I kind of broke off just yep. a little bit <laughs> there. Um, and then you got to protect your gefargles when you go home and try to explain that to your wife. You and I are both uh, like people watching. Uh, I think a lot of Love people it. do. Yep. But uh, we... We from time to time will catch ourselves in in a crowd or something like that, and and like most people, you just sort of just gaze and watch just people's habits. Uh, from time to time, you do look at a couple who are 
completely different shaped people. And sometimes you do think about, you're like, how does that work? Um, but uh, there are some couples that, that make it work. Sometimes they have a struggle with it. A new study says mixed weight couples, where one partner's overweight and the other isn't, argue more than same weight couples, especially when the thin one uses the heavy one's pants as an all-weather tarp for the patio furniture, or when the heavy one jumps into bed and catapults the thin one through the third floor window. Even celebrity couples aren't immune. Kim Kardashian's marriage to Chris Humphreys ended because her whole butt weighed more than he did. And believe it or not, there are still places in America where all-you-can-eat buffets won't serve mixed weight couples. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, we cannot see you. We'll you serve, are a mixed weight couple. We'll we'll serve you, but uh, your partner. Uh, we're, I'm sorry, we're going to have to have them wave outside. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of uh, couples, you know we do the little matchy matchy pajama thing during Christmas time. Uh huh. Well, uh, who does that uh, outside of Christmas? They say that Valentine's is fast approaching. For one day, I yep. mean, Christmas you can wear them the whole season, but they're saying it's a thing. You can celebrate with matching Valentine's Day PJs for everyone in the family, including the dog. There you go. Uh, you just go to thepioneerwoman.com, and she'll tell you all about it and where to get them. And t- turning our attention a little bit towards beverages, uh, Mickey D's, good old McDonald's. Now, you and I have talked about this before about uh, Diet Dr. Pepper Mix. They have a really good Diet Dr. Pepper Mix and a lot of people are saying, hey, look, Coke is the same way. Well, fast food lovers have known for a long time, Coke tastes best at McDonald's, but why? Shouldn't it taste the same everywhere? According to Coca-Cola, it should taste the same as long as every place <laughs> follows Coca-Cola's guidelines to ensure the optimal taste and quality. Now, McDonald's says that they follow the guidelines word for word, and maybe other fast food restaurants do not. So per the guidelines, McDonald's says that it cleans out its soda fountains with filtered water. They also use pre-chilled water and Coca-Cola syrup in their fountain and make sure to use extra syrup so the taste isn't altered when ice is added to the drink. Oh, there you go. That's why then. Yeah. McDonald's says that they also get their Coca-Cola syrup delivered in stainless steel tanks, which also helps maintain the freshness. Well, it is so delicious. The answer to mm-hmm. all of your questions found yes. right here on the Z, especially even it comes down to even beverages. All right, speaking of uh, male and female and partners, we're actually just going to battle it out. A friendly battle of Battle of the Sexes. And now, a game that pits man against woman. Play Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. Call now to win. 385-292-1043. 385-292-1043. Right All on. right, we need a guy and a girl, uh, just like you said, to call us, and we'll battle it out. We've got a uh, $25 gift card to Work of Heart. It's cold outside, but warm in the Work of Heart Craft Studio in West Jordan. Join your friends for a night of artistic DIY and fun crafting projects. Visit workofheartstudio.net for more information and times. Work of Heart, craft your heart out. And we're also going to pair that with a couple of tickets up to Hogel Zoo. Oh, perfect. So you can go ahead and uh, jump on up there and enjoy that. I was just up there yesterday. A lot of people still go to the zoo. We think that the wintertime, nope, it's a year-round deal, man. They, uh, they're they there, and they're for you, and... As a matter of fact, we talk to them every Wednesday morning, and we'll do that again tomorrow morning. But uh, we'll throw in a couple of tickets to go <clears throat> go along with that as well. Uh, good morning, Z104. What's your name? Jesse. Jesse. All right, Jesse, we'll find you a girl. Hang on a sec. All right. Morning, the Z. What's your name? 
Mandy. Oh, we got it Mandy just like that. And right Jesse. Up. All right, Mandy, we're going to go first. Uh, it's, okay. It's the birthday of Chesley Sullenberger. He became famous for which of these? Captain of the Exxon Valdez, pilot of the Miracle on the Hudson Plain, or invented the mRNA vaccine technology? <laughs> um, the third one. It's the second one. He piloted the plane that landed on the Hudson. Yeah, crazy. Sullenberger, remember? Sully Sullenberger. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) now we, uh, here's your question for the dude, Jesse. Madonna's hit single material girl came out on this day in 1985. What is Madonna's real first name? Cheryl Ann, Stephanie, or Madonna? Cheryl Ann. Madonna. It's Madonna. Madonna oh. Louise something Chacon or something like yeah. that. All right, Mandy. The NBA's Memphis Grizzlies used to call what Canadian city home? Vancouver, Edmonton, or Montreal? Uh, Vancouver. Yes. Good hey, job. Good job. Yeah. Jesse, here is your Thank question. You. Um, all of the following are types of heels except which? Totes, slingbacks, or pumps? I wouldn't have known this either, dude, so don't worry about it. Totes. <laughs> it's actually totes. That is totes. not. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it's totes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mandy, which yeah. of these is often made with asphalt? Roofing shingles, rain gutters, or door frames? Shingles. Yes. All right. Uh, looks like she got you on this one, buddy. But just for the fun of it, Jesse, <laughs> let's give you a bonus question. Which is the name of... Kim Kardashian's oldest sister. Is it Chloe, Courtney, or Kylie? Chloe. Courtney on that one. But you're consistent. Thanks, Jesse. You can play again. <laughs> and Mandy, hang on. We'll get you the Hogle Zoo tickets and the Work of Heart Craft Studio gift card. All right? Awesome. Hey, now, all of y'all, before you hang up, are we all in agreement that we love bacon? I do. I yeah. hate bacon. Oh, oh, I love bacon. I now, know. My my husband always eats mine. <laughs> okay. Now, why is it is it thing is something from childhood or what? I don't know. I used to love it. Lately, I just I don't know. Mm. I'm over it. Now, what about <laughs> sausage? Or are you just kind of all against all meats or what? No, no, I love sausage. Oh, okay. I'll go sausage every day. I will pick sausage over bacon. Yeah. If, if you have to pick at the restaurant, you know. Well, Wendy's yep. and Taco Bell are kind of at it. Wendy's is competing with Taco Bell by offering up a breakfast burrito with two eggs and six strips of bacon. Bacon? Bacon. And that sounds pretty amazing. Bacon! But wouldn't it be really cool... <laughs> bacon! ...if somebody could come out with... Bacon. More bacon! ...a breakfast item... I love bacon! ...that's so delicious... Bacon! ...that you won't bacon. believe... Believe your taste buds. Did someone say bacon? Now get 10 slices of bacon wrapped in bacon, stuffed in a bacon-shaped taco, served with a bagel made of bacon, a bacon waffle, and a side of bacon. The breakfast baconaceous baconatory bacon with bacon and bacon. Get yours today. And call your cardiologist this afternoon. I was going to say, you remember that stroke I felt like I had? <laughs> Early in the morning, in the morning. Wake up. Dave and Deb on Z104. You and I had this off and on so long. You've been here, then you've been gone. So many times 
and every night yeah, I'm always bumping into you We do the same things we used to Every time I'm at this bar, tap on the shoulder, turn around, and baby, there you are. Kane Brown on the Z. So an Apple Watch saved a person's life, they think. A very quick-thinking doctor came to the rescue of an airline passenger on a flight to uh, Italy earlier this month. Elderly woman on board a flight from England to Italy started experiencing a medical problem, needed assistance. 43-year-old doctor named Rashid Riaz Riaz, uh, was on the plane and uh, sprang into action. Uh, Dr. Riaz saw that this lady appeared to have some breathing difficulties and asked if she had a history of heart problems. She said she did, so the doctor assumed her oxygen levels were low. So with very uh, little he could do at the moment, the doctor asked a flight attendant for her Apple Watch. Uh, which a uh, is, was placed on the woman's wrist and then used as a, a blood oxygen app to determine that she had low oxygen saturation. From there, the doctor asked the flight crew for an oxygen cylinder, which he was able to use to stabilize the woman until the flight landed. Once the plane arrived, she re- received additional medical assistance. Uh, but Dr. Riaz and the Apple Watch are being credited with saving this woman's life on the plane. And I'm actually doing mine right now. It's got five seconds left. I don't even know how to find mine. <laughs> I don't know if you have it on yours. Oh, Dave. No. Oh, it says unsuccessful measurement. <laughs> usually I can, uh, oh, dang, that's too bad. I'm but at usually 78 I'm, BPM. No, that's beats per minute. Yeah, that's oh. not your oxygen. That's your oh. heart rate. Your oxygen oh, sensor has... Yes, I probably don't, because you have the brand new, what's it called, Ultra 2? Yes. Oh, and I don't know I if have, it's I not going to do it because I'm talking or what. I'm holding my wrist. Usually I have to keep it horizontal. And <laughs> I'm waiting. Oh, my gosh, that's so weird. Wouldn't Nothing. you know it? It wouldn't work now that I'm talking about it right here. But anyway, usually it's right around 95, 96%, uh, which is good. If it drops below 90 um, consistently, I think that's where they start to get worried. I think that's where people um, are sent to, you know, some sleep. Mine's doing an ECEKG or something. Oh, yeah. There you go. You can go ahead and find out if you're alive that way. (laughs) I think Uh, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) titanium coming in everything though right they call this like this ultra 2 is in a titanium thing the 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 new phones are in titanium i think uh, apple what is it the 15 i believe is in titanium see you will be glad about that yeah (laughs) mastercard put it on cards apple put it in iphones kanye put it on his teeth now you can be the first to try it on cereal Kellogg's presents Titanium O's, the first cereal featuring the silvery metal everyone loves. It'll have your kids screaming for more. Or just screaming. And because it has the highest strength to density ratio of any metallic element, its steel-like, unalloyed condition means Titanium O's never get soggy in milk. Mom, the Titanium O's hot. And I feel like I'm eating a fork. Could I have something else for breakfast? We have grape nuts. Uh... Never mind. More Titanium O's. Titanium O's. Because the cereal industry hates your child. <laughs> Chosen. Even over grape nuts, right? Wow. Hey. Uh, Sudden burst of energy. I know. 
Hey, let's stay on for another four hours, shall we? <laughs> okay, let me know yeah. how that goes. Hey, this is uh, this is kind of how it goes every day. I don't know about you and your job. That's the way it rolls. Every day. Before you know it, it's New Clue Tuesday. How about that again? We're already into a new sound. We're already up to 144 bucks in the mystery sound. And Jib Bob is going to be dishing out a new clue for you. Take a look at that one and some other ones that they have on uh, we have on the website, plus the uh, sound itself you can listen to, and some of the previous guesses. It might help you out. Still not a bad uh, chunk of change. Uh, don't forget, we're playing something country fast. Brooks and Dunn coming to the Utah First Credit Union Amphitheater. Now you're probably going, what? <clears throat> what? Say that again? What city am I in? Uh, it's the Utah First Credit Union Amphitheater. Uh, now is this immediate? D- DBA as USANA. Yeah, it's immediate. 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 Just like that. Yeah. Change the name immediately, immediately. before so, someone gets hurt. <laughs> we're going to do, well, we're giving away free tickets in the 7 a.m., 11 a.m., and 3 p.m. Con- uh, contest hours. <laughs> You'll go free Maybe on Maybe you had a small yeah, stroke. I think we need to go home and go to bed and then get up and go to work. And go to work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Miranda Lambert, fly away, two tickets, two nights accommodations, and round trip air. Enter at Z104Country.com. You'll see her Velvet Rodeo at Planet Hollywood Back Theater in Las Vegas. Be sure and enter. We'll do that drawing Friday at 6. I don't think we talked about 3500 bucks. It is nope. the Strong VW Super Bowl Contest coming up here into the 10 o'clock hour as well. The noon hour, 2 p.m. hour, 4 p.m. hour. We had a contest in the 8 a.m. hour. Get yourself on the board. You're in it to win it, and you could be walking away with 3500 bucks. That's up for grabs. And we'll be giving, we'll be spreading the love after first quarter, uh, halftime, third quarter, end of the game. Should be a fun, fun time on that big game coming up on February 11th. Now, tomorrow it is another big day. We do our What's Your Deal Wednesday. We want to know what's on your mind. Everybody's favorite game show, Wednesday's Word on the 50s. Uh, we'll have some great prizes for that. PBR coming to town, Salt Buck City. We'll have tickets for that to give away. Not on. Back at the crack. Tune in anyway. Hey, guys. 